Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Right now, I mean literally right now, Big Ten presidents are convening a conference call and we're scheduled to have Dennis Dodd of CBSSports.com, but understandably he has a job to do covering college football and we're having trouble connecting with uh, Mr. Dodd, but hopefully we'll be able to connect with him. If not, we'll get him tomorrow to react to what happens today because the expectation, according to Dennis, is that not only the Big Ten, but the Pac-12, Michelle, will cancel their college football seasons today. Do you think that there could be any chance instead of canceling it, Randy, that they decide to push it back? I don't I don't know. And I, I think that it would just be really difficult. It, logistically, it seems like it would be a really hard thing to do. It would. But with, you know, Jim Harbaugh, Ryan Day, you've got Scott Frost. Yeah. You've got some some pretty vocal head coaches in the Big Ten saying that they want to play. I, I just don't know what sort of influence they have on this decision. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And our friend, a local product, Dennis Dodd of CBSSports.com, is with us on 101 ESPN. Dennis, always great to have you with us. And we know you're busy. We appreciate your time today. Yep. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's, uh, it's unlike anything I've ever gone through. It's crazy. Well, let's start with this, because you've been covering the the Big Ten and the Pac-12 situation. As we just mentioned before you came on, the Big 12 or the Pac-10, the the Big Ten presidents (laughs) convening a conference call right now. What is your best guess as to what comes out of that call? My best guess is that that they and the Pac-12 shut it down this season today. Now, what that means for next year, I don't know. But I do think, uh, just an educated guess, that they have, uh, they're going to shut it down. I mean, I, I think the players and coaches have kind of stolen the spotlight for a few hours or days. But frankly, I think we knew their opinion before they started this national campaign. Why wouldn't coaches and players want to play? But the discussion is way above, you know, their, their opinions. End up playing it, it. It will be because of the liability. Either way, and, and Dennis, it's interesting because you have those schools that are really well thought out, and obviously Michigan and Michigan State have doctors as presidents. We had Eli Drinkwitz on the show earlier this morning. Here's what Drink had to say about the SEC. Yeah, I can tell you on the record, not one of these anonymous sources that people want to put on Twitter and put all you know all these fake rumors out there and cause the media to get into a tizzy, and it's just not good for public health. Uh, I can tell you on the record, the SEC is steadfast in their plan. Uh, Commissioner Sankey has been uh, steadfast in his approach to this. Uh, he's not been flippant. He is his has been methodical. The athletic directors and presidents have all marched with uh, his message and our coaching staff, and we are planning on playing September 26th. Um, we backed up the season in order to allow us to have more time to see how this thing is going to go. 
There are several universities that have started school back already, and so we're anticipating there might be a little bump, and we want to be able to navigate that. But, uh, you know, that that's the plan right now, and, and I don't foresee that changing until there's more information out there, um, and we're not really worried about what everybody else is thinking. So, Dennis Dodd, there's an SEC coach. What's your reaction? Oh, I don't doubt for a second their medical um, approach has been top-notch. I think all these conferences are. I think it comes down to a couple of things. It comes down to, to liability. How much are you willing to expose your university to yourself if there's a, one hospitalization, one, or, or God forbid a death among anybody who plays? Um, I had it explained to me very succinctly yesterday by somebody who said, if you lose the season, that's 40 or $50 million or whatever, you know, whatever you want to sign to that. If you if you if you fight a wrongful wrongful death lawsuit, that gets into serious serious money, and it becomes a university issue, not an athletic budget issue. You've got that. You've got the situation where I just talked to a, a medical um, medical expert in that field at one of these universities. He told me if you if you play, all your you know if you don't play, all you're doing is mitigating 10, 10 days of competition. And I started to think about that, and I said, you know, you're right. Because they're going to be, despite what Trevor Lawrence says, they're not going to be sent home. They're going to be on campus going to school, getting great attention and medical attention, and at some point practicing this fall if they don't play. Um, and so they're, they're still going to be in the facility. They're still going to be working out. And if you don't play, you're just going to miss those 10 days of competition or 11 or whatever it is, conference to conference. So you balance those two things. It's going to be tough, but I I just don't think the voices of the players and coaches add much to it. Dennis, the key word seems to be liability here that these conferences and programs Mm -hmm. don't want to absorb. Has there been any has there been any consideration to some sort of waiver where these student athletes and or their families sign over saying, hey, we understand the risk involved and we don't put liability on you if something were to happen? Yeah, we, we've actually run that course. Ohio State, Boise, a lot of schools presented those waivers in June to players when they came in to, uh, came in to do voluntary workouts. And last week, the NCAA outlawed them, um, uh, really through the demands of players. Uh, this We Are United movement, one of their demands was get rid of the waivers because they're not fair. And look, you can, you can sue anybody for anything, so I don't know what those waivers really did. You talk to the legal experts, and they're not enforceable. You know, if if you get if you get taken care of with bad medical advice at a school or, or bad you know medical care at a school, and you're a player, your parents are going to sue. It doesn't matter if you signed a waiver or not. You got a heck of a chance of winning. So that particular piece is out the door right now. Dennis Dodd, National College Football Writer for CBSSports.com with us on 101 ESPN. And Dennis, I love your piece that's up right now at CBS Sports about Nebraska and Scott Frost saying, hey, we, we want to play either way, even if the Big Ten cancels. But it's not as easy as just finding a game, is it? No, it's they have TV partners that they've signed with uh, Nebraska's, you know, the, Nebraska's rights, by the way, are owned by the Big Ten Network, ESPN, and Fox. I don't think they can do this. Saber rattling, and forget about that. How about how about if Nebraska, if the Big Ten this morning decides not to play football, and Nebraska goes on goes out on its own and does this, you're basically going against your conference. The medical the medical opinion that has been forged by your conference, the presidents, 
and in whatever state and local health measures are in place in Nebraska and Lincoln. But I don't, I don't know how that would look. I mean, you basically have a bunch of mercenaries out there looking for games, which is which apparently they're doing right now. They're calling schools trying to get games. Dennis, one of the things that we've talked about is the we want to play hashtag, the movement within the players. It seems to be gaining momentum. And this is big time players. Mm-hmm. You've got Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. And regardless of what happens this season with a with a um them playing or not, how do you think that the power dynamics have shifted amongst players moving forward? Oh, I think it changed with with We Are United a couple of Sundays ago when the Pac twelve went out there and then they were joined by the Big Ten. Uh, Mountain West and American conferences players, uh, people, you know, immediately criticize, well, how many players are really involved? Well, you know, more than before those statements came out, you know, the, the Pac-12 and Big Ten claim 1,400 players are involved in this. And, and it's really about, a, say, a place at the table and deciding what goes on um, in the future. Uh, health and safety protocols primarily. This, this whole movement, this one, not others, but this one coalesced around Black Lives Matter, and, and health care and the coronavirus. And they especially have to give it credence because I think 45% of the sport is African-American, and they are in a, you know, inordinately impacted by this. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be – is it going to lead to a players' union? I don't think it will anytime soon, but their, their views were heard because in this NCA guidelines uh, that were put out again that I referenced last week, a couple of their demands were met, the waiver thing, um, and that any COVID-related medical expenses for players have to be paid for by the schools. Frankly, I was shocked that they weren't. You know what I mean? Um, so they have to those that demand. So that isn't going away. Hey, Dennis, one more thing from me, and this is in regards to spring football. I, I figure that the Pac-12 and the SEC could play in the spring. What's the real possibility of playing games in Columbus, Ohio, and in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and Iowa City yeah. in January, February, March? It'll, it'll be cold. You know what? It's cold in November in those cities. So I think that that consideration is about 27th on the list right now, frankly. The weather of the game, you know, I think I think they'll somehow get through. They can play you can play football in snow and uh, and cold. So I think they'll get through that. I think a bigger consideration is what to do with the the TV rights because they signed you know these multi billion dollar deals based on playing on these particular Saturdays in the fall in these time windows. What's it going to look like when if this comes out, if this is the case, on any given Saturday, you're going against NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, college basketball, PGA golf. Those literally could all be played on the same day. Where there are contracts that say we have to be on this station. You know, you could be watching uh, SEC football on ESPN, the Ocho at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, because these contracts are written that way. Yeah, and... Yeah, there, there's just so much that goes into it from a TV standpoint. It, yeah. it, it's unimaginable. Dennis, great work as always. Thanks so much for the time. We know you've got a busy day ahead, and we appreciate you joining us this morning. Yep, thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you later. That is Dennis Dodd, CBSSports.com on 101 ESPN. What a mess. It really is. And I, I hope, like he said, you have to ultimately, you have to listen to the doctors. Mm-hmm. I hope ultimately that intelligence and caution prevails here. And I, I appreciate what Coach Drink said to us. 
But at the same time, it's coaches versus doctors. When you're in the midst of a pandemic, who do you listen to? I, I would say doctors. And I and I understand the coach's approach to yeah. saying, hey, we know that we can keep them at least in relatively all the time in kind of a controlled environment. And so it might be a, a more safe option, a safer option for them to be here. I get that thought process, too, because it's coming from a good place a lot of times. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's Michelle. I'm Randy. Coming up, Dan McLaughlin has scoops coming up at 10 o'clock. And we're going to cross things over with Danny next on 101 ESPN. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.